you came out to celebrate God with us this morning at our Thank You Lord concert. The reason that we're doing this concert is for uh, offerings to go to the poor and needy as well as our students who need backpack supplies for school. So just want to let you know that your offering, which you can turn in in that beautiful envelope that was sitting on your seat, put in your offering, and that will go towards coats for our coat, coat drive this week. And also if you can bring a coat to the church next Saturday, that will be thankfully given out to those in need who need coats. So bring a coat, put offering in that beautiful envelope, and it will go to support those in need. Uh, yes, and then this summer, uh, this summer we had an awesome time. We were able to give out, I think, 150 backpacks, 150 backpacks. We did that like in an hour and a half. So this year we want to do more. We never want to do less, right? Amen. So we want to grow. So this year, our goal is 600 backpacks. We just decided to leap up to the next level. That's right, 600. Somebody always say amen. Amen. And then we did that in an hour and a half. We're not anticipating being out there for three hours. So you can join our initiative. You can do anything. You can come out and volunteer with us and help to pass out those backpacks. You can, again, return a thank you offering to the Lord because he's been good to you, right? Amen. Are you asking God to do something for you even at this moment, right? Okay, so we always want God to do something for, um, for us. So we ask, he's asking us to do something for someone else. When praises go up, blessings come down, right? All right, so I want to welcome everybody here. And I want you to remember that this year has been a year of blessings for you, for your family. Now, you may have had some illnesses, but you're here. So it, it's either better or the Lord has blessed you to be able to go through it. And you may have had some financial difficulties, right? Who didn't this year? But there are some people who did not make it through those difficulties this year. There are some people who are having some real major problems, and they're just not able to get over it. So they're not here to praise the Lord. And we need our praises to go beyond the walls, beyond the walls, right? And so I say what I say, you need to say it back, and you need to let everybody out there know that God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. He is so merciful and good and gracious, and we can do nothing but give God some praise. So if you haven't been praising before today, let this be the kickoff of your praise for the rest of your life. Don't stop at the new year. Let's just keep it going. Keep the praise going. Amen. Again, so happy you came to join us today at the Tabernacle of Praise. Tabernacle of what? Praise. Tabernacle of what? Praise. Come on now. Tabernacle of what? Praise. That's what we're going to do this morning. And before our wonderful choir and musicians play beautiful music for us, we want to read a word from the Lord. Is that all right with you? 
we're going to read Psalm 30, verses 1 through 12, which is a song of David dedicating the temple to the Lord. I will praise you, Lord, because you rescued me. You did not let my enemies laugh at me. Lord, my God, I pray to you and you helped me. You lifted me out of the grave. You spared me from going down to the place of the dead. Sing praises to the Lord. You who belong to him, praise his holy name. His anger only lasts for a moment, but his kindness lasts for a lifetime. Crying may be for a night, but joy comes in the morning. <laughs> when I felt safe, I said, I will never fear. Lord, in your kindness, you made my mountain safe. But when you turned away, I was frightened. I called to you, Lord, and asked you to have mercy on me. I said, what good will it do if I die, if I go down to the grave? Dust cannot praise you. It cannot speak your truth. Lord, hear me and have mercy on me. Lord, help me. You changed my sorrow into dancing. You took away my clothes of sadness and clothed me with happiness. I, I will sing, sing to you and, and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. forever. Amen, amen.
Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Weren't the children beautiful? Amen. Weren't they beautiful? And you know what? It's something looking out there in that audience at you guys. So I think they did better than good. I think they were great. Amen. Amen. It's amazing to think that a baby born in a manger didn't even have a crib for his bed. No prestige, no privilege, no social media, no social status, and yet he has the most famous name around the globe. He inspired the most read book ever written. He reconnected us to heaven and then in turn brought heaven down to earth. So to every woman, every man, every boy, every girl that is struggling during this season, know that you are not alone. Even if you feel like you have nothing left, know that Emmanuel, God is with us. Can't you feel his presence in this place? We are here celebrating this amazing fact 
that Mary had a baby in the city called Bethlehem. He was born to save the world. He is the great I am. So please remember, Christ is the true reason for the season. It's not about toys and games. He is the real Christmas story. So you need to share it today with all men. Listen, even the sky declares his glory. Even the stars applaud him with praise. The sea rolls out his majesty, and together they cry, holy, holy. So everybody ought to praise his name. Everybody ought to praise his name. Now, if you don't light up the Christmas tree, or you don't believe in Santa Claus, or you don't believe, okay, keep pushing it up. <laughs> I'm gonna go back. If you don't light up the Christmas tree, or if you don't believe in Santa Claus, or you don't want to stand under the mistletoe, hint, hint, somebody, it's always a good time to celebrate Jesus. Y'all don't hear me. I said it's always a good time to celebrate Jesus. So today we extend the invitation to you to worship with us. This is not a concert. This is worship. Put your hands together in God's house on God's holy Sabbath day. Let's celebrate the birth of a king. Hallelujah! Jesus is born.
Imagine the angels and the shepherds. They are celebrating the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it's time for all of us to celebrate.
shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Let everything, I said everything, I mean everything. Praise his holy name, that means you and you, even you, sweet little you, and online too. Has anybody been blessed today? We're only halfway through. So save some of that energy for uh, the rest of the half. We want to give you an opportunity to participate with your thank you offering. This is a thank you, Lord, concert. Anybody here thankful? Amen. Let me wait, see you raise wait, your wait, hand. Wait, 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 wait. I want you to think about it. What was the biggest blessing God gave you this year? Me? What was you? What was your biggest blessing? Well, I'm standing next to my biggest blessing right here. Right answer. Yes. That's absolutely the right answer. But I want to share something with you. One, one time, some years ago, I had surgery. And um, one day, and I had $60,000. I paid those people $60,000, right? Nah, I wouldn't even go to a hotel, and I wouldn't spend $60,000 on a two-week vacation. Sixty grand for that one surgery, right? Mm -hmm. But imagine if we spent $60,000 on giving coats to those who are displaced. How many people are we going to serve? What about those backpacks? A lot of backpacks. Yes, we're talking about 600 children. How many you think we can do more than 6 million? How many? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, we can accomplish together, but we can't do it by ourselves. That's right. We definitely need your support and need your help. And we need it in more than just your financial help. We need you to uh, um, come out, support us, bring your children to receive a backpack. That's right. We invite you to come and be helped. And we also would like for you to come and help us put the backpacks together. And out 600 people is not a, not a few. So we're looking forward to working with you this coming year. We're looking forward to what God is going to bless you to do for us today. Amen. And one thing about it, you can't beat God giving. Can't beat him. No matter how hard you try. But he wants you to try. And this is your opportunity to try by putting in your offering in those wonderful envelopes that were on your seat. If you don't have an envelope, raise your hand, and our deacons and ushers will get to you. But this offering, again, is going to help those in need, and it's also going to the backpacks that we're going to give out for the students next year, full of supplies. A lot of students don't have money for supplies for school. 
And if you don't have pencils and paper, how are you going to study? How are you going to learn? So you'll be helping those in need. Right. So we're going to ask the deacons to come down for it right now. We're praying in our hearts. You pray in your hearts, asking the Lord, what does he want you to do this time? Don't do the least. Always do the most. You want God to do the most for you. Let's do the most for God. And also, you can also give through our cash app, dollar sign, T-O-P, giving. If you get home and and feel inclined by the Holy Spirit, dollar sign, T-O-P, giving, or AdventistGiving.org as well. Let us pray the Lord's blessing upon this offering. Dear Father, we thank you so much for the privilege you give us of returning that which you have first given to us. We thank you so much for the privilege of helping others so that the light of Christ will shine forth from our hearts. We thank you so much for the privilege of sharing the blessings that you've given to us with others who are in need. We thank you so much and we pray and we know that this offering will be used for a worthy purpose, that of spreading the love of Christ around this community and this generation. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.
i 
give God some praise because he is holy. Because he is worthy. Can we give God praise one more time? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. The system want to act up, but praise God. Come on, can we put our hands together one more time for this amazing, this amazing choir. You are holy. Is he holy to you today? Come on now, is he holy to you today? He is truly an amazing God. If you don't know him, we, just, we want to encourage you to get to know him. We're here today to share the love of Christ because he is truly a holy God. This is a very difficult uh, time of the year for some. For some, uh, for others, it's a celebratory time of the year. Uh, for myself, I just thank God for every year. Come on, somebody. I just thank God I've come to learn over the years that just to be on this side of the dirt, amen, is a blessing. To be able to wake up and to be able to acknowledge the fact that I am still in the land of the living is truly a blessing. We know that God is a very present help in the time of any storm that we may ever experience in our lives. And so we're here today to just celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, we thank God for our musicians. Come on, can we put our hands together? Amen. Amen. I want to just take this special honor and acknowledge Sister Hunter. I don't know if your husband here. Amen. Praise God for you. Come on now. <laughs> we praise God for you. She slid in here on us. I believe your husband is at um, Agape. Amen. Well, praise God that you came to the top. Hello, somebody. Amen. So we thank God for you for being here and send your husband love for us. Um, we want to get into the word. We're not going to be long, um, but we want to just take this moment to welcome each and every one of you here um, to come out here to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To our online guests, family, and friends, we do welcome you here to Tabernacle of Praise. I do have a thought from the Lord, a word from the Lord. I'm not going to be before you long, as I just mentioned. Um, I know you've already feast on um, through this through this wonderful music, uh, but we want to just share a thought with you today found in the book of Matthew. Um, I'll read it in your hearing. Uh, Matthew chapter 2. We want to just read just 12 verses. Uh, Matthew chapter 2, and I want to start with verse 1, and I'll read all the way down. This is a very familiar story, um, one that many of us in here could probably speak on, um, but since I was asked to do it today, I'm a 
be obedient, and I'm going to share the message myself. Come on, somebody. Um, Let's just um, look to the Lord in prayer. Father, again, we thank you once again for this privilege, this honor to come before you. As always, you are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we're more than conquerors. As we now speak to thy word, we ask you to speak to us through thy word. This we pray in Jesus' name. I may now decrease that the word of God may increase. Into your hands I commit my spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The word of God declares in Matthew chapter 2, says that now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Judea, in the days of Herod the king, he beheld the wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who was born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Verse 3 says that when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and, uh, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, um, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And so they said to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, but thus it is written by the prophet, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not the least amongst the rulers of Judea, of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Verse 7 says, Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, he determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also, my Lord. And when they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. Verse 10 says that when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down. And the Bible says, and they worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him of gold, of frankincense, and myrrh. And verse 12 says, then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, but they departed for their own country. Another word, verse 9 says, And when they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east, the star went before them till it came and stood where the child was. Today I just want to spend just a few moments on the brightest star the brightest star. Father, again, you have heard, we have read. Do what you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. As I mentioned earlier, this is a very difficult time of the year for some, a very celebratory time of the year for others. But at the end of the day, um, it is important that we walk away from whatever day that we encounter knowing that God is in control. The reality is it's very easy the way life deals hands at times, the way life moves at times, the way things happen in our lives at times. is very, very challenging, and it can be very difficult for us to look at a day and see that day as one 
that is full of joy, that is full of promise, that is full of hope, um, that is full of I can do it, I can go on to the next day. Because this story is about people going on a journey um, to see Jesus, which is a great metaphor for us who are faith believers and even us in the world today because the reality is every last one of us is on a journey. Everybody is on their way somewhere. You know, I said before, you know, this time of the year is very special to me. It's very wonderful for me because I, I, I don't know what it is. Something about the lights that really uh, do me, it just really gives my heart joy. Especially during rush hour. I know it's crazy. I know it doesn't make sense. But, 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 but for some reason, those red lights, those tail lights, those bright lights coming towards us, it just seems, it just makes the, 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 the atmosphere for me is just so festive. I lean over to my wife at times, and I look in this rush hour, especially when I'm on 270, and I'm, and I'm looking all the way down, and I see nothing but traffic, and I just get excited. I say, man, this is so beautiful. <laughs> I know, I know, don't judge the preacher. I get it. I understand. But, but you know, I, I'm trying to keep from getting road rage. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but I look out, and I... <laughs> Somebody know what I'm talking about out there. But, but, but it seems like this time of the year, it just brings about joy, brings about a special time. And everybody's on a journey. Everybody's traveling somewhere. Everybody's going somewhere, doing something. In fact, we are all on a journey. We're all going somewhere. And it's my prayer uh, uh, that, that, that the journey that we're on is leading us to find Jesus. That's where our story picks up at with these three wise men or these wise men um, who come from the east. Uh, and they see this star. As a matter of fact, if I can just put a pen right there, we have to understand that these men uh, uh, were divinely chosen. I, 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 I would like to believe that these men were strategically placed in the position that they were in. I'm going to help somebody here today because sometimes we struggle with where we are in this thing called life. Sometimes it's very difficult to kind of make heads or tails about uh, uh, with, with the, where, where we are in this thing called life. But the reality is we are where we are because this is where we are. I know, I, I know it sounds redundant, but, but, but the reality is life is not all that difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm going to try to help you as best I can here. A, a, a life is not all that difficult. The reality is we make it difficult, especially when we go against what God is calling us to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple believers in the house here today. Because it's very easy, it's very easy to look left or look right and point fingers up, down, and, and do all of these things. But, 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 but the truth of the matter is, is that life is not all that hard. All, it, it, all we have to do is simply follow the rules of the road. Simply just go about it the way God, because here it is with these magi, with these wise men. God gave them a divine appointment. God specifically told them, I need you to follow the star. I need you to follow the star. Now, had these men decided, as some of us do, decide to follow our own star? You know, I love, I love GPSs. Um, I, I still use GPS even when I'm going to a familiar place. And I'm going to tell you why. I like to just know the destination, the time, and, um, you know, if there's any detours, if there's any traffic up ahead. Uh, I, I like to know that because if there is, and I need to do something different. Uh, because, uh, you know, I love getting to where I'm going in a quick manner. 
I, 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 I love being able to get in my car and to be able to drive, you know, except for those moments when I see all of those red lights and white lights and, 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 and there's music, especially when you have the music on, the, the Christmas music's playing in your car. Anybody play Christmas music in their car somewhere around August or September? <laughs> Am I the only one in here? Come on, help me out now. Don't leave me by myself. Don't leave me by myself. You like it. Okay. It's just something about that time of the year is special. It does something to it. It makes us feel good inside. But here it is, as I, said, as I want to stay on point here, because as I move around, I need us to understand that every turn, every twist, every up, every low, everywhere we go in this, there is a message for you. So when we talk about the journey, I need you to know that there is a message for you. When I talk about the lights, when I talk about the star, you have to understand this was not just any star. But this was a divine appointed star. This star right here had a purpose to lead, only to lead. Scripture offered uh, 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 us many important journey stories. You know, we, we know the story of, of um, Abraham being told to go to the land that God will show him uh, uh, to the Israelites traveling through the wilderness on their way to the promised land. Even the story of Mary and Joseph traveling to Bethlehem before the birth of their son Jesus. Even Jesus returning to heaven to prepare a place for you and for me uh, and reminding us that we won't get lost on this journey if we follow him it's easy it's not hard I just said it I said it I said it it's not hard it's not complicated we make it complicated when we do it our own way I'm not here to judge I'm not here to point fingers but I'm here to lift up the name of Christ and to help you to live a life that is full and and, and free and, and to be able to just move through this thing even though trouble come you will be able to deal with it in a whole different light because the reality is trouble comes to every household I don't believe there is anyone in this space today and you online that is exempt from trouble Trouble shows up every chance. Again, matter of fact, you don't have to send out an invitation. Uh, uh, you don't have to request it. Uh, uh, you don't have to invite it. Uh, uh, trouble shows up, and every time I've come to learn, every time it shows up, it shows up unannounced, unplanned. I'm unprepared. If I had a known, let me stop right there. I'm going to say something. If I, if I had a known, I would most likely would have done something different. And here it is. There are times God wants you to move in the direction that he has given you because that's the direction that is best for you. Because ultimately, God has a plan and a purpose for every last one of us. These magi, they were on their way to visit the king. God told them, follow the star. The star was so amazing, which I read in verse 9. I love it because the star was so amazing. Not only did they follow the star, but the Bible says in verse 9, uh, when they heard the king, they departed and beheld, and the star which they had seen in the east went before them. That's somebody's breakthrough right there. That's somebody's help right there. That the star went before them. 
I love it because God will never leave you, lead you anywhere that he hadn't already prepared you for. And the truth, here it is, family. And if he leads you to it, he'll bring you through it. That God will never put you in a situation that he cannot bring you out of. It's the way he works. That's the way he moves. But the reality is because we can't figure it out, because we can't understand it, because it's not making sense to me, it, there must be something wrong with the journey. There must be something wrong with the plan. Surely, God, you did not lead me to this. Surely you did not bring me here for that. Surely you didn't do that. I just can't believe that I serve a God that will allow the haters to overtake me. I just can't believe that the God that I serve will let my enemies out trump me. I just can't believe that this God, this amazing God that I've heard so much about will let them use me and abuse me and take advantage of me. I just can't believe that. What I can believe is that when I find myself in situations where someone is hating on me, I still follow the star. When I find myself in a situation where it seems like all hope is lost, I still stay connected to the star. I stay true to the journey. I don't allow my situation to deter me from the plan and the purpose that God had for me. One of the things that my wife and I, we say all the time in our family, we always say stick to the plan. When it gets difficult, stick to the plan. We had a plan, stick with it. God has given us a plan, stick with it. When you deviate from the plan, family, this is where problems start. Stick with the plan. God said, follow the star. And the star is so amazing. As I just pointed out, the star was leading them. And as the star was leading them, the star didn't stop until it got to its destination. God said, I'm going to lead you along the way. This story is amazing. These magi that came to Jerusalem. Now notice, they went to Jerusalem. They went to Jerusalem. The Bible says they were looking for this king. They could have went anywhere else. They went to Jerusalem. Why Jerusalem? Because they were expecting the king to be in Jerusalem. You see, Jerusalem is an amazing place. You see, Jerusalem is the place where the kings live, where, you know, it's this, this, is, this, this, this is like the palace. So if you're going to look for a king, you're going to look for them in the palace. You're not going to look for them, uh, let me be nice here, you know, <laughs> I was about to say somewhere else, but let me be mindful where I'm standing. Help me, Lord. You're not going to look to look for, okay, here it is right here. Uh, uh, my, you know, uh, uh, you're not going to look for the king in a small town. You're not going to look for the king in the backwoods. You're going to go to the capital. You're going to go to a palace. You're going to go to a prominent place to look for a king. So, the, so these magi went to a prominent place. They went to a place where kings reside. Now, here it is. When they got there, 
they didn't find the king. Because God had it set up, family, for the king to be born in a low place. In a lowly place. In a place fit for animals. A place that didn't smell good. A place that wasn't a favorite place. The king was born in a stable. Now, who would look for a king in a stable? Well, these magi thought that that was the place to go because even at the birth, Jesus is showing us that he will be a very different kind of king. That he's not going to be the average king that we are accustomed to seeing. See, 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 he is going to be full of surprises. And, and, he's, and we should expect surprises all along the way that Jesus just shows up and does things that just blows our mind. Because we expect him to move this way. But he decides to move another way. My sister Betty puts it like this. She said, while well, we're trying to figure it out. He's already worked it out. While we're trying to understand God, he done already moved in a couple of different directions that already done dealt with the situation. We over here scratching our head because this is a different kind of king. This is a king that already sees the end from the beginning. This king right here has already mapped it out. He's already laid it out. He know what detours we will encounter. He know what setbacks we will encounter. He know what's going to make us happy, what make us sad. He know what will pick you up and what will shut you down. This king right here know exactly what buttons to push, what moves to make. So even though these magi, even though they went to Jerusalem to look for this king, God had to let them know he's not here. I need you to go to Bethlehem. I need you to go there because that's where you will find. I need you to follow uh, this star. You see, these magi first led by the star, and, and, and I love it because, it, you know, uh, in, in part because it teaches us that God starts with people where they are. God took these magi right where they were. And he worked with them. He didn't wait for them to, to get educated. He didn't wait for them to be able to understand the prophecy. God took these men right where they were. They're understanding because, see, these, these oh, here, here it is, these, 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 these magi, they were astrologers. So, 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 so they mastered in understanding the stars and, 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 and the solar systems. And, and the, these magi and God said, I'm going to use even your flaws I'm going to use everything about you to get you to where I need you to be so not only that these magi they followed God's instruction on this journey like I said you and I are on a journey my question is are you willing to follow Jesus wherever he leads you Are, 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 are you ready to go where he is calling you to go they didn't have to fear anything. They didn't have to worry about anything. They didn't have to contemplate anything. Everything was laid out before them. So when they get there, the Bible tells us that they, they left their own country and they went another way. They get to the king. They see Jesus. 
in the manger. They follow the star. The star stops once it gets to the house. And these men, when they get there, they see him. The Bible says that they uh, 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 presented him with some gifts. See, that's why we celebrate this time of the year. Now, we do understand and know, I always like to share this when I, when I deal with the, the life of Christ during this time of the year. I like to always make note that none of us know exactly the date that Jesus was born. But I would like to stop and put a pen right there and just say, but I'm just so thankful that we are able to celebrate the fact that he was born. I get it. We have a lot of religions, a lot of beliefs, a lot of ideologies that are out there. Some don't believe, some do believe, some like to put Santa Claus as the, uh, and, you know, and, and, and St. Nick and all these. And, and, and then we want to make a black Santa Claus. And I get it. I understand. I really do. But, but you, know, you know, all year long, we're locking our doors, we're locking our windows, and we're making sure everything is light. You know, but this time of the year, it's okay for someone to slide down the chimney and we bake cookies for him. Come on, help me, Lord. We do that, don't we? That's, can I be honest in here today? We bake cookies. We do all those things. And I'm just being honest. We, we, but we're not okay any other time of the year for somebody coming in our house unannounced. So we'll make this time so special. So we'll make it so special. We go out and we even buy gifts to put under the tree. And then we tell everybody that somebody else did it. I know I'm messing somebody's world up. I get it. And I don't mean to, but I do mean to be truthful. Because we have come to a place where it's high time where we quit shucking and jiving and playing along with the scenario. It's okay to be honest and say, no, that's not how that goes. It's okay to be honest and truthful and say, that's not the truth. The truth is, this season right here is about the birth of Christ. And while we may not know the, direct, the exact date and time and, and all this other stuff, the truth is, he was born. I get excited about that because when you come from a place of, of poverty and a place of brokenness and a place of despair... And then you encounter this Jesus. I don't have to lay eyes on him to believe that he is. I don't have to be able to, to sit down with him and, uh, across the table from me to be able to tell you without any wavering in my voice that God is real. And that he longs to be real in your life too. I, 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 don't, I don't have to apologize because, see, what he's done for me, he is saying, I want to do for everybody. I want to make the, the crooked road straight in somebody's life. I want to heal somebody's broken heart right now. He said, I want to do that. Because reality is God sees our hurt and he sees our pain. Literally, these men show up with these gifts. They bless the Lord with these gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. A gifts, gifts that are fitting for a king. Gifts that were, that, were, that were strategically picked 
for Jesus, a baby in a manger, not knowing anything about its surrounding. If you want to look, look, looking at the, 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 the humanity side, that Jesus didn't know what was going on. He had no idea what was going on. And if I can just add Jesus being born in a manger, I believe Jesus didn't have a concern whether or not he was born in a manger or in a palace. Not as a babe. What baby has a problem with where they were born at? We make mountains out of molehills. We allow things to get in the way and divide us because we, you know, we just, we difficult people. And God is saying every last one of us is on a journey. Now, while my journey may look a little different from your journey, the reality is we're all on a journey. And God is the one that is leading us on this journey. So what am I saying? I'm about finished. This time of the year as we travel, this time of the year as we go about our day-to-day, let us be mindful that when we encounter difficulties and troubles and trials, and someone seems to be rubbing you the wrong way. Remember, they're on a journey. Remember that you're on a journey. And how you respond can help you or even break you. Your decisions. See, you have to, we, we, you know, we make decisions every day. And, and, and the decisions and the choices that we make every day has a profound impact and effect on individuals that we haven't met yet. There are things that I have done in the past that I wish I could have done differently. And I say it all the time, and I'll say it again in this setting, that there are some things that every last one of us have done that we wish we can forget about. There are some things that we've said that I wish, if, if, if I didn't know about it, I wish I can wipe it out of my mind. But the reality is we're on a journey. And God is saying that I want you to understand as they follow that star that there is another star I really want you to put your minds on. This is the light of the world. Jesus says he is the light of the world. John 8.12 reminds us of this. Jesus calls himself the light of the world. No longer are we looking for a physical star up in the sky. God is saying, now I need you to turn to Revelation 22.16. And I say, Jesus is saying it like this. And he said, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. He says, I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright 
and morning star. So no longer are we following some physical star. Now Jesus is, has, has called us to a place where now we are following him. He is our bright star. He is our morning star. So when we gather in this space today, we gather with an understanding that we are worshiping the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That no longer do we do things the old way, but now we're going about it a different way. That's the message in the magic. Don't go back the same way you came, but I need you to go a different way because you have to understand that there are those that are out there that is wanting to take you out the game. So when you go back to the same way, when you go back to the same stuff, when you go back to the same place, you're going back to a place where people mean you no good. I need you to go back different. I need you to go back with a new mind. I need you to go back with a new heart. I need you to go back with a new understanding because it's the the new that's going to help you get to your destination. We go back to the old ways. Going back doing the same old thing. Going back to the same old stuff. We're going to leave it today, and my prayer is that we don't go back to the same. Don't go back to the same old, same old, but go back to a new understanding of who God is. Go back with a new reality that God is soon to return. Go back with a new message in your heart. Go back with a new song to sing. Go back knowing that this King of Kings, Jesus, our star, he's our rock star. He's everything that we need and everything that we could ever hope for. And without him, we can do nothing. But with him, we can do anything. And even in the midst of difficult times, we have to learn how to trust him when we can't trace him. Believe him when believing is unbearable. And learn how to hold on, even if you got to holler. Because the king of kings, he that shall come, He will come, and he will not tarry. He is soon to return. He's given us his star, not once, but he's given us his star in the name of Jesus Christ. And he is soon to return, family. Like I said, I wasn't going to be long, but I do want us to understand that God has a divine appointment for every last one of us in here. And I'm so excited to be able to stand here and say, I know this king. I know this God. I know this Savior. And he wants to save every last one of us in this space. I don't know who you are. You may be visiting. You may be contemplating your next move as it relates to your walk with Christ. And I would be remiss to leave this pulpit today without giving somebody an opportunity to give their life to the Lord. Now, I don't typically do a long, drawn-out appeal because I don't believe that that needs to happen. I believe that you getting dressed this morning and making your way here was evident that you want to know something about God. I don't think no one was brought in here unwillingly. I believe that we were here because we came, we've heard about the choir, we heard about the concert, we heard about we may be here to support a family or a friend. We just want to come and be supportive, and that's cool too. But I just want to make sure that when you leave here, that you leave here with an understanding that God wants to save your soul. 
I want you to leave here knowing that there will be a day when this king that we've been singing about, this babe that we've been talking about, he's going to come back with all glory in his hand. He's going to come back with all power. It's not going to just be wonderful songs or feel-good songs that we sing and, and just have a wonderful time on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. But when the rubber meets the road, when the rubber meets the road, will you be ready? Will you be ready to receive this babe? Will you be ready? Will you be ready to wrap your arms around him and, and declare to him, you are my God and, and my king? You know, I've, I've been through it. I know that's not everybody's story. Some of us, we... We, ne we never experienced anything and, and we just show up and, and just love coming and just love being a part and love being in the mix. But, but then there is somebody here today that says that my life has been off track. I've gotten off the course. The journey is not all that great no more. What used to make me smile, I don't smile at anymore. The relationship I was in, we were once together on the same page, but now it seems like we're going in different directions. If you are here and you just want to have prayer, I just ask that you would stand on your feet. I just want to pray for you. I just want to pray for you. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Amen. I see you in the back. Praise God for you. Is there another? Amen. I see you. Praise God. Is there another? Say, I just want prayer. Just pass a pray for me. I see you. I see you. Thank you. I see you. We're about to pray. Let's pray. Father God, again, we thank you. You are truly an amazing God. You are so wonderful. You are so kind. You are so awesome, so amazing. Father, you've seen these individuals that have stood just for prayer. The life is not quite what they would like for it to be, and they, they want things to be done right. They want to do things your way. So I ask now, oh God, that you will step in and make the crooked road straight. I pray for those individuals, oh God, who have come that are under the sound of my voice and online in the physical space. I pray, oh God, that you will just move mightily over their lives and over their hearts. And I ask that when we leave here, that we will leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. And we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Can we put our hands together and worship God in this space? Awesome program. Can the church say amen? amen? I just want to give you a little bit of a um, reminder. Next week, we're picking, we're, uh, they're actually going out on Saturday to give out the coats. So if you have any coats sitting in your um, closets doing nothing, just waiting for a body to get into them, we have bodies that don't have coats. 
So if you will bring those coats to the church on Saturday or even Friday night, um, and we'll take them down. If you want to join us on this missionary outreach, we're welcoming you to come. It is the best thing to give. It is always better to be able to give than need to receive. I believe that in my heart. I'd rather be able to give to you than to have to receive from you. I'd like to introduce you to, this is a stewardship team, and Beverly is our devoted director. She's an awesome director for the stewardship team. I don't know why y'all clapping. That's not the end of it. She's the director for the choir. She didn't stop there. That's not where she stopped at. She's the director for the Sabbath school. She's our assistant treasurer. She is on the ball. We cannot do it without Beverly. She fills in all the gaps, and yet we still have gaps sometimes. But she is so awesome. I just want to thank God for her, for all of you who came, for the choir who supports her, for these awesome, awesome musicians. I just want to say praise the Lord. We cannot, we cannot stop praising God because he is so good. Just want to say that the song says the name of Jesus is so sweet, amen? And we also have some sweets for you as you part, as well as our pastor has a gift for you, so be sure to shake his hand on the way out. And now our stewardship director. And indeed, shake his hand when you go out. We have gifts for everyone, but especially we have gifts for our children that are here. So we want you to go out that door first because you, receive, you will receive some monetary gift, all of you. Uh, visitors first, church members, hang back. We have enough for everyone. We, we will take the children downstairs into the back in the education wing. Deacons, I'll need you to assist us on that after they go through that line. I have to stop and give some praise to a holy God. Amen. God has made all of this possible today. I'll just keep moving it down. My pastor and my first lady, please stand. So give God some praise in the house for them today. Amen. I also want to recognize this great band. This great band. I got to move it quickly, y'all. So when you get up, get on out the way. LaFolia on bass. Give some love. Charles Smotherson on drums. Charles. And come on, somebody, show some love. They called him Bishop. They called him Joseph the Price. Joseph wrote the last three songs that we sang. Joseph wrote those songs. We want to thank you so much. We cannot forget this choir right here. Give them some praise. My children's choir. Let's give them some praise. I got to keep moving. We want to thank the... <clears throat> we want to thank the communication and media team, Karen and Andre, Joe Rail, Rose. We want to thank our ushers, Lord, under the leadership of Brenda, my BFF in the back, the head usher. We want to thank the deacons under the leadership of Michael Reed, the head deacon. We just want to thank all of you that have come out to make this day special for us. Without you, this day could, have not, could not have been a success. So we're going to ask pastor people to come at this time and just give God some praise. Give some love for this choir and this band. Thank you for coming out. Who did I forget? The cleaning team. I got the decorating team. Look at that over there. That's shout out to Sandy. Look at all the decorations. I got to keep going, Pastor. They're going to get me. Carmeline, Teresa, our treasurer that stepped in the back. They stuffed those envelopes with that money, the stewardship team. And I want to let you know that the two that were here, I'm going to sit down, Pastor. The two that were here, Lakita and Lee, they worked me like a dog all year long. 
Every since last year, let's have a meeting every Sunday at 4 o'clock. I'm sick of them, but I love them to death. Let's show some love for Lee and Lakita and for all of you that have come out here today. Praise God. We've got people that have come all the way down here from, um, let me get it right now. Uh, come on, somebody help me. I'm losing my brain. Two hours away. Where are you from? We had some people in the 573 uh, zip code, area code. Huh? We got some people from Kansas City. We, Indiana, we've got some people from... Michigan, Michigan, come on. Oh, look, Sister Hunter, stand up. That's our, that was, stand up. That was our first lady before they came. Turn around. And they said, next year you got to come back and sing with us and for us. No, we, uh, Dennis' grandparents are here. Wave your hand. They came down. I don't know if they're standing or right there. All right. And listen, those children, didn't they sing? Didn't they sing? Amen. Amen. Again, I'm. Go right there. Come here, baby. Go right there. I know these kids were laughing at my shoes up here. Y'all, I got on my hocus because I got an ankle brace on my ankle and a knee brace on my knee. And I praise the Lord. Y'all, it's not hurting as bad as it was. And I praise God. My pastor, pray for me. Get my shoe and show the people that I got some shoes instead of my hocus. Y'all, celebrate the king. Amen. Amen. She's getting the shoes, too. Amen. We also want to real quick, um, I hope I'm not out of order, but we want to celebrate Brother Andre McKenzie. He has some family here. Um, amen. They're visiting with us today. All of our visitors, would you please stand? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. We've, um, you may be seated. We um, funeralized um, EJ on yesterday, and we are praying for you. We've been praying for you and the family, um, and so we thank God for you. I didn't see um, your sister. Did she leave? She, she's out in the car. Okay. Well, we praise God for the family, and we will keep you guys lifted up. I'm sorry. Can we stand one more time as I close out in the word of prayer? Amen. Let us pray. Father, again, you are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. We want to say thank you for a celebratory service today, oh God, lifting up your name. We pray that all of heaven is rejoicing and that you are so proud of us all down here, oh God. Continue to lead us, we pray, oh God. Thank you for our visiting family and friends. Now no longer visitors. Now we're family. We pray that you would grant each and every one of us traveling mercies, be it local or out of town. Thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing. Be with our online guests as well. We pray in Jesus' name. Turn to your neighbors and just let them know that you appreciate them. God bless you. Yeah. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 